Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hi, Amanda. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. You're wearing your beautiful earrings again today. I am. I'm wearing my Portugal earrings. I missed those. Yeah. I typically wear them when I have my hair up, but I do feel like they're popping today. I'm making sure to put my hair behind my ear Mm -hmm. so that you can see them well. Yeah, they're good with the dark hair. And you're wearing earrings that I love too. (gasps) These are my favorites. These are Nickel and Suede Mm. um, is the brand. They're leather, so they're like weightless. And I will never wear heavy earrings again after starting to wear these. I have a pair I'm wearing are like silvery I think they're like a champagne color, actually, yeah, is the I name. Love them. And then I have a teal pair, and I just wear them all the time. They're I'm going to so have great. to pick up a pair of those. Mm-hmm. They're great. You're going to put that in the show notes of for our course, listeners. Of course. We're also slurping on our delicious caramel lattes. From the WA. From the WA. <laughs> Delco, listen up. Got a new name. Listen um, up, Delco. Should we change the name of the podcast? Listen up, Delco. Listen up, Delco. That like, sounds like a real, like, <laughs> local morning show type of Listen thing. up, Delco. Listen up, Delco. <laughs> anyway, how's it going? Good. We were going to record this podcast yesterday, which was yeah, a Monday. It was. And we made a game time decision the night before that, no. Well, I texted you Sunday night, so we had had my son's birthday party and, you know, family over, and it was like I was completely exhausted and, like, peopled yeah. out. I was peopled out. Yeah. Um, in a good way. It's all people we like, but I was yes. peopled out. And so we I texted you at, what, like 8.30 Sunday night, like, hi, we still good <laughs> for tomorrow, wink, wink. And um, Yeah, that's always code for, like, if you want to cancel, I'm okay, canceling too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Well, and you initially couldn't do today, but mm-hmm. then things changed. So – because today's a Tuesday when we're recording this. So, yeah, I think in general, just no Monday recording. Yeah. It should be a rule unless we're really desperate to find a date on our calendars. But then we were so good. We sat down yesterday, had a little meeting, figured out the rest of our recording sessions for the rest of the year. Yes. So I feel I feel good about there not being any Mondays. <laughs> no. I, spe- no. I think especially as introverts because it's just – you know, you've been with the people all weekend, yeah. and you and I, like, all we do is talk for <laughs> our podcast all day long, and we want to be delightful, and we uh, want to be fun, and we want to be charming and delightful. delightful. We are a delight. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm glad we both had a little bit of a break yesterday. Yeah. I got a ton of work done, but yeah. Tuesday is a good day to record. Anywho. Anywho. What are we talking about today? Well, first of all, I teased you a little bit before we were getting started. Oh, yeah. Because I told you that I have somebody doing my makeup in the mornings now. Yeah. And that person is Isabel. So I was going to say, I mean, you're like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you who's doing my – I'm like, okay, well, there's 
four I've people, hired Glam Squad <laughs> I know, to like, come at 7.30 people. in the morning. We're people who live here plus Junie. I was like, is is there something I don't know about this makeup doing dog? Okay. So So Isabel has shown a sudden interest in makeup and she always wants to do mine. And I'm like, okay, why not? So she's been doing it. I got to tell you, Brooke, she's really good with the blush. She she does like something with the nose. Yesterday was a little bit intense. I looked like I had a slight sunburn. (laughs) You know. But she does Sun a little kissed. something with the nose that I think she she has a nice technique with the blush on the nose. Okay. I do do my own mascara because that would be dicey. Yeah. I don't let anyone <laughs> near my eyes. Okay. Yeah. So right. it's well, nice. So someday I'll have to come here like when the kids don't have school or something so she can do my makeup too? Yes. Maybe we have a future. Yeah. Um, she's an like, As I said, she's an expert on the blush. So okay. I think she's going to open your eyes there a little bit. Is she like watching YouTube videos? How does Probably, she Probably, you know, the kids these days. <laughs> The kids these days. Yeah. I really – probably is learning like contouring or something. I still don't really know what I'm doing with makeup. I yeah. just kind of like throw a bunch of stuff at my face and hope it works out. But um, I admire these kids. Like you see like 13-year-olds these days. These days. These days. But I'm like their makeup looks so incredible. Mm-hmm. And they – I mean they look older than they are. But I look back at our pictures from middle school and high school. First of all, I don't think I touched makeup until high school. And even then it was like literally blush and probably tinted chapstick or something. (laughs) Like that was what we were wearing. They have so many more tools and so much more information. Although it's overwhelming. They've got the Sephora and the Ulta. What did we have for makeup growing up? CVS. (laughs) Like CVS. Right. Was my – Splurge. I mean, and you know, I'm thrifty. Yep. So I will never go to like Sephora or Ulta and spend $100 on makeup. That's just not me. Yeah. Like I buy the expensive, expensive, air quotes, uh, NARS blush. That's like as fancy as I get. Yeah. But luckily, mm-hmm. there's lots of good drugstore options. They are. But I got to say, I, I, there's some, it's been like a fun little, you know how they call it, like parenting experts call it special time. Yeah. Like, it's been kind of a nice little, like her little 10 year old fingers, you know, rubbing <laughs> in my foundation. It's like this five minute cute little connection yeah. time in the morning. And I do have a secret ulterior motive, which is it gets her out of bed and moving. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, Isabel, you got to do my makeup. That's so funny. So. <laughs> Why were you late for school? I was busy doing my mom's makeup. The teachers are probably like, what is happening? In <laughs> Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's cute though. Yeah, I like it. Cute. Yeah. So, okay. What are we talking about today? Completely change of subject. Yeah, uh, you're, you're sort of like semi-dreading, semi-looking forward to this conversation, right? I am because this is something I've put off for a really long time. So I kind of um, – you know, presented this to you as like, what if we do an episode that's like um, focused on the adulting paperwork that we've put off for a while? And so the two big things for me were the passport. I need a new passport. It's been embarrassingly long since I've had one. Yep. And uh, I forgot to bring my old one with me today, but I just had Nick <laughs> text me a picture. I and see it's that. a doozy. <laughs> it's a doozy from the year 2001 when I studied abroad. Um, so that was one. And then the Pennsylvania Real ID, which is, I think, mm-hmm. something – I wonder if that's happening in other states. I was wondering well, about that. It was something that it's not an every state thing, but certain states you need to have this real ID 
to travel without a passport. Right, because it's anywhere. like the current Pennsylvania driver's license does not have the technology that is required to for it to be scannable to get on a plane, blah, 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 whatever. Right. But then COVID happened. And so they kept pushing back the deadline. And so I've just kept rolling with that pushed back yeah. deadline. I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. But I am, I think my license expires next year. And it would be silly for me to just keep putting this off when I need to get the real ID. But so our goals for today was I, I'm doing a little bit of research on the passport thing. Yes. You looked into the real ID. And we're I just going to kind of talk about some of those adulting paperwork um, things that hang over our head that we, we got Yes. And another of. joyous topic to discuss related to adulting paperwork is things like wills. Mm-hmm. Advanced healthcare directives, all of that. Power of attorney. Power of attorney. All of that really fun stuff. That really I, fun stuff that a lot of us, I feel like, really push off. But I think, you know, we're going to use some of the tools that we've talked about in the podcast. So we're going to approach this from a good enough-ish mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think there's a way to do your wills, for example, that's good enough-ish. And we're going to figure out something that we talked about very recently on the show, which was, okay, what is the first step? Right. We don't have to figure out this whole process. No. We just have to take the first step. Right. Because the first step for me with the passport yes, what is, is your first step been holding me back. So my first step is, and I think I've already figured this out, but I let it hold me back for years, um, was figuring out if I'm renewing my passport or getting a whole new one because my old passport has my maiden name on it. Okay. Haven't used it since we traveled out of the country for our honeymoon okay. in 2008. And so before it expired, I think, let me look at this picture here. Before it had expired, I was like, well, wait, so do I renew it? Do I get a whole new one? Um, Yeah, this expired in 2011. So I think it's safe to say, and since I have a new last name since then, and I have the paperwork that shows the name change, I need to just start from scratch and apply for a new passport. Are you assuming that or you know no. that so this is it took me five minutes to get this information okay what did the information um, the say? information said let's see oh now i gotta find it amanda all right all right <sighs> because i'm wondering because <laughs> i'm wondering is your first step to call the delaware county passport office yeah I do should... they even answer the phone there or could you mosey yourself over there on a lunch break and walk in there because i've been to that office it's and easy it's, walking distance from is, my house. It's a lovely little, right in the town, what is that called? Town hall? No. No, the- um, Courthouse. The courthouse in media. We are the county seat of Delaware County in yes. media. So yeah, I could totally just walk in there um, or call and hopefully get some some nice person. Because I would hate for you to kind of go it. down one path. Yeah. And then it's, so what do you want to so, do, Brooke? Do you want to go in there or do you want to call? Amanda, I think I'm going to go in. I think it would be a lovely lunchtime stroll. I think you should take advantage of your geographic location in the county seat I mean, of Delaware County, walking distance walking to the office distance. that can solve all of your problems. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'll call first. <laughs> See, this is where I'm like, ee! Or maybe I'll call and be like, can I just come in? Like, maybe I'll set a time to talk to someone. Because, yes, I don't know why I have let this be such a roadblock for me. It's... um. Sometimes the simplest things are the hardest for me to get through. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not necessarily simple. No. 
know. Because you feel it, you're like, oh, no, no, the paperwork. And like, it's figure outable. It's figure outable. Everything is figure outable, as Marie Forleo says in her book. I was laughing. That, I think it's Dulce Sloan. No, what is her? I'll have to look up her Instagram. She's hysterical. She's a regular on, um, I think she's a regular on The Daily Show, a comedian. And she was she posted something on Instagram recently on her stand-up about, like, it doesn't, she was talking about dating or something. She was like, it doesn't help that I look like that woman at the DMV. She was like, you know what woman I'm talking about. And she was like, the type where you walk up to the counter and the woman's like, ah, 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 ah. You don't have the right documents. And it's like, you haven't even looked yet. And she's like, I know you don't. I know. <laughs> I can look at you and tell. No, well, okay. So one of my other roadblocks here, and again, this is why I just need to go talk to someone. Okay. So this is kind of a weird roadblock, but when I legally changed my last name to my husband's last name, our family name, I don't know why I just specified <laughs> that. People know how this works. When I, I started at the Social Security office, I changed my middle initial to my my middle name to my maiden name. So basically, Brooke Melissa went away. Oh. Because I was never emotionally attached to that name. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. I basically wanted my, my maiden name to become my middle name. Oh. So I'm not hyphenating or anything, but it became oh, Brooke nice. Canale Forey. Oh. So Social um, Security office let me do that as part of the paperwork. That same day, went to the DMV, guess what the lady at the DMV said. You got that lady. You can't change your middle initial on your driver's license without some I, – I would have to petition the state. Whoa. Yeah. So, like, I would have to le- go through a legal process to petition the state. I was like, but this was my name. Like, I'm just basically replacing my middle initial – like, instead of Brooke M. Forey, I'm becoming Brooke C. Forey because the C mm. stands for Canale, which was always my last name for 28 years. So my driver's license still has M as my middle initial, whereas my social social security card has a C. You got a lot of stuff going I on. I got a lot of there, stuff bro. going on. Do I go back to social security and just change no. my middle initial back to no. M? No. No. We go to the passport office. Mm-hmm. We just talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> See? I know. We just talk to them. I just them. need to talk to someone, Amanda. That's step one. <sighs> okay. So, but this is what in my brain has been like holding me up. Here I am thinking I haven't traveled abroad in almost 20 years at this point. Yeah. And what happens if I get to the airport and they're like, hmm, that middle initial on your license doesn't match the middle initial on your passport, but I can't get the passport. Okay. Two I things. need to talk to someone. Two things. <laughs> When you travel abroad, they don't ever look at your license. Okay. They only look at your passport. Oh, okay. Because your passport is that form of ID. Okay, right? So Brooke's breathing a sigh of release. Uh, yeah. There. Sigh of release. These are the release. things as like a no, type you only A. Need, you only need your passport. They never, ever look at your license. Never, ever? No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. No. And so then – you will be able to tr- – you will need the real ID to travel domestically, so right. you will need to get the real ID sorted out. But I think get the passport sorted out first because right. you can also – one of the domestically. Re- mm-hmm. With your passport, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why I have been holding back on the real ID because I'm like, why do I need this? I have a passport. You might not. Correct. Right. Okay. The second thing that I will say, though, is that I know one of our faithful listeners, Megan, I know that you're listening and you are getting hyperventilating right now because – 
My friend Megan, I had a destination wedding in Mexico. Poor girl, newborn baby, goes to the airport, rejected, could not get on the plane because I think she had just, she hadn't just gotten married, but she hadn't changed her passport Mm -hmm. to her, she booked her ticket with her married name. Ugh. And her passport still had her maiden name, and they no. sent her home with a newborn baby. And I remember she got to Mexico and was like, "You are, you are lucky. I love you." Oh, so she did make it eventually. She did make it eventually, but she had to go home, do some sort of paperwork, rigmarole, and then come back the next day. So yes, it is very important that the name on your ticket yes. match your passport, right? Exactly, which won't be a problem. But your now. passport <laughs> and your driver's license do not need to match. Okay, so All right. bro- okay. Also, I think calling the passport office first is a nice step because you can find out from them when the office is not so busy. Because those ladies in there, maybe there's some men in there, but usually they're ladies, they get a little frazzled when things are busy. Let's so generalize, Amanda. Usually they're ladies. <laughs> Every time I've been into the passport office at the media office, they have been ladies. Okay. That is my experience. Okay. And... Um, so yeah, maybe don't go in there at the lunch hour. Go right. in there. Oh, yeah, no. You need somebody that's gonna sit you down mm-hmm. and talk you through this. Okay. <sighs> I do feel a little better. I for some reason I thought that like my passport and my license would have to go hand in hand when nope. I'm like going through customs or getting on a plane and I'm gonna get stuck in some foreign country that nope. I don't even have plans to go to. You know how like you get in your head that I yeah. so, I mean I, I travel to Chile once a year. And I've traveled to Europe recently. Like, you could literally leave your driver's license behind. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not that reckless, Amanda. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you literally could leave it behind. <sighs> okay. So, Brooke. Okay. I, my job was to research the real ID. Okay. Okay. So. Wait, I'm sorry. Can I? Yes, please. I was going to say one more thing. Please say one more thing. No, She's I looking, need to say look, one more. I need I'm to know what you're going to say. No, I just, I wanted to mention, because I know I've mentioned before that my best friend from growing up lives in Austria. Yes. And I have not visited her there since 2003. This is good Which is basically like the year she moved there? Maybe the year after she moved there. And one of our savings goals right now is to save so Nick and I can go to visit her and her fiancé Thomas. Hi, Nicole and Thomas. We love you and miss you. Um, But yeah, so that is why this – I want this to be a priority because I don't want to – get to a point where we're like, okay, we're ready to book this trip, and then I need to, like, rush to get the passport for some reason. So that is why, I mean, this should be a priority anyway, because I should just have a passport. I should have a valid passport, Mm -hmm. because you never know. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, okay. That's all I wanted to say. The thing is, is that you're going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Everything is figure out. Many people have figured this out, and I don't know why. Many people have figured this out. Yeah. Yep. I have faith in you. The hardest to learn is the least complicated. As the, <laughs> maybe that's kind of backwards. The least complicated thing to learn is the hardest. I don't know. Anyway, that's how that's I feel about That's an Indigo Girls reference, yeah. by the way. I mean, I mean, if you don't know that, then maybe you shouldn't be listening yeah, to this Anyway. You should put that in the show. Okay. okay. Let's talk about the real ID thing, which I did just kind of look up why. Yeah, it was something with Homeland Security. Okay. That it was like when the Pennsylvania governor did not want to follow Trump's orders, something, something, something. And here we all are. And here we are. Scrambling Needing to, to get a real ID. Okay. Which, yeah. So, yeah, so it has been pushed off, I have in my research discovered, until May 3rd, 2023. Okay. So we've got a little bit of time here. Um, I discovered something, and it might have been 
good that I procrastinated on this because I think, and maybe this existed all along, but I always thought that you had to physically go into the location no matter what with all of your paperwork. Mm -hmm. But what I discovered in my research is that if, and this does not apply to you, but if you got your first ever Pennsylvania ID after 2003, which I did Mm -hmm. because I didn't move to the state until 2007. Okay. Then you might be able to do your pre-verification online Mm -hmm. and then you can maybe get your real ID online. Okay. So I took step one, Brooke. (gasps) I did. for you. Because, you know, it's like that old adage, if it takes less than five minutes, just like do it in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I filled out a brief form online. And they said, wait to hear from us about whether or not you, in fact, have been pre-verified. Because if I haven't been pre-verified, then I do have to do the whole rigmarole where I get my passport and two utility bills to prove that I live here and all of that kind of stuff. And then I have to take it in. So right now, I'm not focused on step two. Okay. I have completed step one, which is I emailed them and now I completed the form. Can you um, do the applause sound effect? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, step one. I have completed step one. Woohoo! Good job. Okay. Um, thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. We're just focused on step one. Brooke. I love it. Yeah. All right. My husband's gonna be so proud. My husband, he's not it's a bit of a sad day today, too, Brooke, Yay. because he's back in Fernando the Fernando taught us how to record without and him. so now he's not sitting here with us. Yeah. And so I can't, you know, say cute things to him mm-hmm. while we're talking. Anywho, we I will say still about make him. Sit here. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's like, you want me to sit there all day and watch you while you chat? Um, he loves passports. He loves the, the idea of passports. Okay. He researches all the time, like, the power of passports, like, which passports can get into which countries. It's very odd. And as <laughs> I've mentioned before, he has all of our paperwork, all of our passports. complete. Like, I'm not even allowed to touch my passport because he's in charge of it. Okay. So he has been begging me to do this real ID because he was like the first person in line to get his real ID. I love it. Um, and so um, he's going to be thrilled. Okay. And now, just kind of back to the passport thing for a second. Isabel has a passport. But how, how often do you have to renew passports for kids? Is it the same amount of time? I don't remember. For- it's five years and okay. adults are 10 years. Because okay. then I'm wondering, I'm like, do I just do all of us? Like, do I get the kids – Passports too, just in case. I don't know. I don't know. Let's focus on you. Let's focus. <laughs> See, this is what happens. Let's focus on you. Okay. 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 And then once you feel like you've strengthened that passport muscle mm-hmm. and you've become, you know, you've brought donuts to the ladies in the passport office, you have successfully completed your passport, let's bring the kids into the mix. Okay. Because you know I'm going to become best friends with those ladies. Oh, yeah. Can I show you my old passport? Yes. I think you're going to – I mean, I'm not putting this in the no, show notes. No, you can't put your passport like, in the show notes. Ooh, this was a rough picture. Oh, look at you. Look at me. You're Who is that person? Oh, my god. Anyway. That's so great. Good times. But And so, <laughs> I mean, we also kind of wanted to talk about wills and things like that. Do we have time to dig into that? I think we have maybe like three or four minutes. Okay. So so that our listeners don't fall asleep while driving while we talk yeah, about Yeah, no. Paperwork. And I mean, we're talking about this because while obviously it's specifically relevant to us and we live in Pennsylvania that might have some different ID laws than other states, it's just important to be on top of these things. 
And to practice lots of the skills that we've been talking about when yeah. you're experiencing a lot of friction mm -hmm. with something, when you're procrastinating on something, breaking it down and really figuring out what's the first step. How can I approach this in a good enough-ish way? Right. Just kind of get it done. Yeah. So we finally had our will um, taken care of in this past year with the encouragement of um, our financial planner that we've been working with. And it was such a huge weight yeah. off my shoulders. Yeah. Because it was just one of those things. Like, we knew we had to do it. My husband's company has legal services that you can pay a small amount oh, that's nice. for the calendar year. And that was part of it. So I was like, you know, at the beginning of the year, I said, let's just sign up for this. And then we know that gives us one year to get this taken care of. So we had that kind of deadline. We had our financial planner reminding us. And we got it done. We had to go to this office one day to sign a bunch of papers. Yep. And then it was done. So we got yes. things taken care of. Now, you went a kind of different route with your so, yeah, I, you know, I realized the importance of these things. You know, in 2020, we did experience a lot of loss in our family. We lost my sister and we lost my dad. And I, especially with my dad, you know, those documents like power of attorney and will and advanced health care directive and all that kind of stuff, it was really important. Yeah. You know, there, especially with in the pandemic times, we weren't allowed to even visit my sister in the hospital. And so, um, you know, we would call and ask for information on her health if we weren't able to, you know, get a hold of her husband at that particular time. And they couldn't answer that for us mm -hmm. because we didn't have power of attorney. We weren't, you know, any of that stuff. So I've definitely seen all of this stuff play out in real time. And it is super important. I started with a good enough-ish solution, which was um, a company called Free Will. And we'll put it in the show notes, freewill.com. And I did some research on the best sort of online option and they came up really highly ranked. Um, and so, yeah, I just did like a good enough-ish will where I answered a few simple questions about what I would want. And if you don't have a lot of assets or things like that, it's not that big of a deal. And then we had to get it notarized. We actually asked our neighbors to be witnesses mm -hmm. um, because you have to like somebody that's not in the family and did all this kind of stuff. Um, so that was a good enough-ish solution. Um, but we are working with an elder law attorney to get my mom's stuff updated. And so I'm going to work with her to get Fernando and I's from good enough-ish to better. Nice. And to give you guys a sense of the pricing, it's like $2,000. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. significant. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of one of those things. It's like when you need a new roof or you need a water heater, like yeah. you just kind of need to do it. So yeah. we're going to go ahead and play that. Flat fee, and then that will include, you know, power of attorney and advanced healthcare directive and all of that kind of stuff too. Good, yeah, and it'll feel like such a weight off. And and do remember that, you know, to our listeners, if you work for a large company or yeah. your partner does, look into that legal services offer. It's basically I, I don't understand totally how it works, but it's just like the legal services that are offered to the company end up being offered at a discounted rate, like basically you pay ahead of time for the year. That's brilliant. So certain things fall under the umbrella of what's offered. So we were able to do it for much less than $2,000. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that we got everything taken care of that needed to be taken care of. And, you know, ours, it wasn't very complex. We have two kids. We, you know, we figured out where assets would go and things like that. We also don't have a ton of assets yet, you know, we're yet. Not, not millionaires yet. But yeah, it was, so look into the different options based on like you said, what's good enough-ish now, what's going to be better later, um, you know, so if there's there's certain services that are available to you or that you can look into the free yeah. will sort of service, mm -hmm. 
Start somewhere. Right. Yeah. Figure out that first step. First step. Yes. Yeah. I think even does like legal Zoom have? Yes. Well, so I mean, yeah. Legal I mean, Zoom. I think Zolo. No, I think I'm making that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, the the point is just to figure out what is the first step. Yep. <sighs> All right. All right, Brooke. We need a break. We do. That's We're too much adulting. Back. It was too much adulting, but day. hopefully it helped a couple of people. Don't um, worry, guys. After the break, we've got some light topics for light you. fair. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Bye. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now, back to the show. All right, Brooke, we're back. We are back. (laughs) Amanda, (laughs) what's sparking joy for you today? I'm super intrigued by this. You would not give me any information. No. All I put in the notes was a bag in a bag. Okay. Um, Okay. What is sparking joy for me right now? I am the type of person that I like to have a lot of things on my person. Mm -hmm. I like to have things like sunscreen and hand sanitizer and masks and uh, an emergency charger in case my phone dies Mm -hmm. and – a bag for the grocery store. However, that gets really heavy yeah. and unwieldy. I also like to have like a quick little small bag for to be able to like run into the store mm-hmm. or if I'm going to go to Longwood Gardens, mm-hmm. like walk around and not be carrying this big bag. So I have been struggling with how do I either A, fit everything into a small bag, all of my essentials, or how do I find a big bag that fits everything, but is still comfortable to walk around in. So what I have landed on, Brooke, is a bag in a bag approach. Okay. And I'm going to demonstrate it for you right okay. now. I'm going to show you. Cannot wait. So I have found a bag that I love. Okay. This is from Feed. Mm. Have you heard of that? I have. I think that's like for every bag you buy. I think with this bag, I donated somehow like 100 meals. Amazing. Right. So it's very it's, nice it's a, looking. You know, it's an investment bag, but it's got lots of pockets it has everything that I need, but the bag in the bag, Brooke, is this. Okay. So then I've got a small bag. This is an uh, Lululemon little, you know, cross bag that I love. And it's surprisingly a lot can go in there. Yeah, that's like twice the size of my fanny pack, which you know I stuff a lot of things into. Correct. That's, yeah, that's cute. That's so a good size. in this small bag, I do have – I've got Band-Aids, Brooke. Mm-hmm. I've got our Welly mm-hmm. Band-Aid pack, which we love need to those. talk about at some point. Yeah, I think we have. You know, I've got – you guys can hear the rustling around <laughs> – I've got my wallet. I've got my keys. I've got, um, you know, a couple personal items, some lipstick. And so it's great because I could run into the store or even go to Longwood Gardens and walk around for the day or whatever. And I have it all right there. This bag will even fit like a small bottle of water. Well, So now do you always take the big bag with the little bag at, like anytime you leave the house in your car? Pretty much. And okay. then a lot of times – the big bag will stay in the car. Okay. And so, go ahead. Go. Continue. I was going to say, so I have to be careful with the big bag, not to necessarily, like, I don't really keep, like, lipstick or anything in the big bag because sure. you don't want that to melt. Right. In these hot, humid 
mid-Atlantic summers. So once you remove the littler bag, yes. the, the on-the-go bag, on like, the go bag that you're going into a store with, what else is in, left in the big bag? So the, what the else is left in the big bag? Grocery. So this is my electronics pouch. Oh my Brooke. gosh. Look at this thing. Super This cute. is the zipper sound effect here. <laughs> this has... Yeah. So you always have that with you. That's really smart. Yeah. So this is like an elect. This is um, charger. Yeah. An emergency charger. It's got my AirPods. It's got an extra Apple Watch charger. You know, that kind of stuff. So I just find that I always tend, I always, you know, it's kind of like your snack pouch. Yeah. I like to be the electronics hero. Hmm. I like to be the one, the person that's stressing out that their phone is dying, and I'm like, I've got you. It's good to be that person. I like to be an electronics Swoop hero. In. Yeah. I've got this, which is my um, – she's looking – this is a – It's like a tiny little strawberry. It does look like a tiny little green strawberry, but it's a grocery bag Reasonable that I got. grocery bag that folds into itself. For free as okay. part of my membership at the Delaware Museum of Natural Science or whatever it's called. Okay. This, Brooke, this is actually a packing cube. Love it. And I love packing cubes because they're a little bit structured yes. and they're flat-ish, but you yes. can fit so much into them. Okay. So I've got silly things in here. Like, for example, I carry around this Brain Quest little thing because I feel like when we go to restaurants or we're sitting around, I'll like quiz Isabel these little like fun riddles and she loves so that. smart. Couple snacks. I'm making the sound effects. Crinkly sound effects, just in case you don't know what snacks are like. This is extra, Brooke. This should not be in here because in my to-go bag, I have a thing of sunscreen. So I really don't need to have one in there, too. Okay. But then I've got a little pouch that has some lip gloss and things like that. Oh, I have a little snack for me, a little Cliff Bar. Okay. Um, And, you know, a couple pens, a couple hair things. So that's in there. Then, Brooke, I've got my sunglasses in my big bag. And then I have a water bottle. Wow. Uh-huh. This and is next level. So I think it's a bit extreme. I'm not <laughs> sure that it's something that I think my our listeners might think instead of being like, oh, I need to do that, they might think Amanda has issues. Well, I mean, you know, maybe a combo. Issues are okay. Sometimes they work for you. You know, so, but I this is working for me. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting everything I need. And you're on the go a lot because you have like clients' homes that you're going correct. to. And sometimes you are donating things for your clients, correct? Like if correct. they have clothing or furniture, small furniture items, like you physically go and take them. So I feel like you're on the go a lot. I with am your on job. the go and I have a co-working space that I work in and I house it a lot for a really good friend. And so I'm like might find myself at her house for the whole day or, you know, so I'm like out and about a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, it's amazing. I think depending on your lifestyle, your daily routine, it's really amazing to have that. I feel like it wouldn't be as useful for someone like me because I am mostly working from home. Yeah. We live in a walkable town, so I'm not getting in my car as much to go here or there, but I definitely um, I need to like restock my little snack pouch and probably restock some sort of pouch that I keep in my car with some kids games and things like that because when we do find ourselves at the baseball field yes. or a long line at the store, it would be nice to be like, oh, look, I have this cute little card game, little memory game or something that you guys can play Yes, rather than get Yeah, I do actually game. keep in my car. That, that would be a fun episode, Brooke, like what's in your bag and also mm. what's in your car Ooh. because in my car, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> my Cheerios. Cheerios. Oh. Um, Whole mess. 
like I do keep in my car a bag that has because Isabel likes to sketch and paint, and I found this adorable little travel watercolors set. Oh yeah, have you seen those where you put the water in the brush? Yes, right. Very. So I very keep smart. that in my car, and um, that's really that comes in handy Such for like an impromptu, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Love it. So that's the bag in a bag. I would love to hear from you all. Send us a voicemail or a text or an email. What do you think of my bag in a bag? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a little bit uh, over little, the top? A little extra. But a little extra? Yeah. I'm going to take pictures that we'll put in the show notes um, just so everybody can see what it's I also about. need to say one more thing about this feed bag. Mm-hmm. It has some sort of mystery scientific component to it because mm-hmm. – when I carry it and it's chock full, it does not feel heavy, mm. which I've never experienced with a bag before. They have accomplished something ergodynamically here. Ergo? 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 Ergodynamically here that is um, defying gravity. Okay. So Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to have to take it for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it on my shoulder and walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Brooke, this has been like shrouded in mystery yeah well you what? hid your stuff from me so yes. i also did not clue you into my thing today all right so tell me i'm so i have no idea what this what's coming what is what are you doing to do your future self a favor so uh, this is something that i remember and it has come in handy so many times so a few years ago um you know i love cup of joe which is a blog and she has a great um instagram feed and Often she'll post like reader comments as its own separate post. And this is one that I think she reposts every year or so because it is so helpful. Ugh, and it is li- it is just a little thing. It's a little something. So this is something that a reader shared. It was just add water. Okay. And what does that mean? It basically, I mean, and this was a parent specifically that gave this recommendation. Like okay. your kids are losing it. Your kids are having a tantrum. Just add water. Do they need something to drink? Mm. Do they need water play? Do they need a bath? And like my daughter loves taking baths and it's a total mood shift for her. So this is something we did a lot during the pandemic where it was like for those couple months, the, the early pandemic where we were just home all the time. It was winter. We were all scared to go out. She, you know, sometimes she by was the, the middle of the day, the she was the <laughs> cleanest kid you've ever seen. But it was like she would be maybe melting down or having some some issues, figuring out what to do next. What can I do that's fun? Nick and I would be trying to work. And I would say, do you want to take a bath? Yes. Uh. Total mood shift. Just add water. So uh. it's just one of those little things that I keep in mind. And sometimes I'll kind of say it to Nick. I'm like, you know, he's like, I don't know what her deal is today or, you know, what's happening. I said, has she had a glass of water recently? Has she had anything to drink? Does she need to just like play in the sink with those little, um, those little sponge capsules that you put them in water and they explode, not explode. They expand, they expand, Uh they lose their coating and expand into a shape. Like, Little things like that can be a total mood shift. And it's not just for kids. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, ugh, I'm like just having a day, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I haven't had water for eight hours. Right. So yeah, it's just one of those little fun things to remember. Just add water. I love that. Isn't that fun? I love that. And it it makes me think of showers too. Yeah. I think a lot of times we think of showers as, oh, I got to take a shower. But sometimes, especially if I'm having a hard time getting out of bed, it's like, okay, step one, mm-hmm. just add water, mm-hmm. 
right? Like just take a shower. And I've even, um, I know you hate this idea of cold plunging. Heck no. No. But I do end my showers sometimes with like a little spritz of cold water. I do it sometimes at the end because it's supposed to be good for your hair It's supposed to be good for your hair. I don't enjoy it. But it actually scientifically is good for your nervous system. But like how good does a fresh shower feel when you feel disgusting. Yeah, like last night, um, Graham had a baseball game. It was really like buggy and humid at the field. Like I cannot tell you how delightful that shower felt as soon as I walked in, you know? So sometimes it's just, it's a a mood shift for everybody. So I think that's going to be something to keep in mind. Yeah. And actually, you know that we both love the deep dive and they just launched um, some sweatshirts and some merch through a company I am uh, the name I'm blanking on the name, but they have a water bottle that says, "Am I depressed or dehydrated?" Yeah, and it's so true because yeah. sometimes you're like, "Oh, I mean, not to play down actual depression, actual clinical depression, but sometimes you just need a drink of water." Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. Yeah. This is going to be one of my new mantras. Okay, good. All right, good. Well, listeners, we would love to hear from you. We love – sometimes your voicemails could even get played on the show. Mm -hmm. So send us a voicemail. Send us a text. Let us know what you think of this episode. And let us know if you are kind of dragging your feet on any adulting paperwork. Yeah. And if you have figured out what your step one is. And our next big check-in episode, we're doing those like every 10. Yes. So episode 30, (gasps) I'm going to have – Brooke, what is the date of that? When are we recording episode 30? I – I'm going to have we are going to be taking all the steps for my okay. We're recording in theory, Brooke. We are recording episode thirty on October twenty fifth. So you've got like a solid five, six weeks. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yes, I'm excited. All right, all right. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough Ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.